You're listening to an Agile My Way podcast, promoting agile thinking so that everyone can develop their own agile practices, shape their behaviors, and achieve their goals. Welcome to the Agile My Way podcast. I'm your host, Flash D. Normally, an Agile coach would continue in a linear progression and make this episode an introduction to an Agile framework, such as Scrum or Kanban. However, since this is Agile My Way, I'm going to follow a more practical flow. The most frequent question I've been asked about implementing Agile is, What's the most important Agile skill to learn? Of course, this is usually a staged question and asked by an Agile coach who's already formulated their own answer. But when applying Agile to our lives, in the classroom, at home, or at work, there's only one answer that is held up to numerous debates. The ability to prioritize. Now, I'm not talking solely about the Scrum Refinement Ceremony. I'm talking about the ability to make decisions on what to do next. Think of this scenario. An elementary teacher wants to transform his classroom into an agile learning environment. Since the children are too young to apply the more complex concepts of agile, for example, principle number seven, meaningful learning is their primary measure of progress, he has implemented a simpler framework, a weekly success board. The board has three columns, not started, working on, and done. He has prepared all the work that they need to be completed for the week. The sticky notes are placed ahead of time on the board, ready for when the school week begins. Then, throughout the week, as they start a task, he moves them to the working on column, and then to done. He even ensures that their whip limit, this is the number of tasks being worked on in parallel, is no more than three. Seems progressive, right? But the teacher is still using a benevolent dictatorship teaching model. The children don't know why tasks are done in a specific order, or how the task even got onto the board in the first place. This approach neglects to teach the children how to determine their plan of attack. How will we achieve this success? What do we need to do in order to complete it? And where do we start? These are all questions that the children should be able to answer. Now, I'm not saying that there are other prerequisite skills that need to be taught in order to apply Agile, but prioritization is an essential building block of Agile. Since prioritization requires our ability to make decisions, based on predicted outcomes, it's challenging to prioritize in situations where we don't have any prior experience. For example, selecting a college or university after high school. In such predicaments, one usually will seek out help from someone who has experience in a similar situation. But this brings me back to the scenario of the teacher trying to implement Agile in a classroom. Throughout our childhood and academic years, we're supposed to learn how to make decisions independently. This means that we need to learn how to weigh and prioritize our next steps in order to achieve our goals. In the IT industry, 
There is even a process called the Markov Decision Process that is used for artificial intelligence. By the way, if you're interested in learning more about the MDP for machine learning, I recommend reading this Gitbook tutorial. If I were to apply the Markov Decision Process to the act of a child deciding to brush their teeth before going to bed, it would look similar to this diagram. First, the child would need to be made aware that getting ready for bed is the goal, and that cleaning their teeth needs to be done in order to reach that goal. Of course, their priority of brushing their teeth and yours, as a parent, are probably not the same. You expect them to do it immediately and before they get too tired. However, they don't think it needs to be done at all. If we were to listen in on a child's thoughts, it would probably sound like this. Why do we even need to brush our teeth? It's just a waste of my time. If I argue with my parents about having to brush my teeth, I can delay having to do it for by another 15 minutes, or perhaps even wear them down enough to skip it for the night. After a heavy debate about dental hygiene, which happens every other night before bed, your child has forgotten about buying time to prolong the inevitable. My parents are so mean, they always tell me what to do. I know how to get ready for bed, I just want to do something fun now. Before you know it, our child is in the, his bedroom playing with his toys. He hasn't brushed his teeth, put his homework into his backpack, or even changed into his pajamas. But after years of frustration and enough debates to certify you as a legal consultant, your child has found their own routine. Eat dinner, free time for an hour, finish their homework, get changed into pajamas, brush teeth, and read a book in bed. They still achieve the same goal, but have prioritized the task according to their own experiences in predicted outcomes. So how do we learn how to prioritize our activities in order to reach our goals? If you were to ask your boss to prioritize your projects for the next three months, you would hear her say, they're all equally important. If you were to require her to prioritize them from one through 10, you could have half of them all scored with a one. This is because we tend to prioritize the goal itself, not the successes that help you reach the goal. Think about that for a moment. If I have two goals for the new year, uh, change my career and spend more time with my family, they could both be equally important and worked on in parallel. What has priority are the successes that need to be achieved throughout the year to reach those goals. For example, getting certified in a new profession or having at least four family sit-down dinners per week. This is because these successes could conflict. Perhaps there is conflicting schedules or maybe the expected outcomes are too uncertain. Prioritizing our successes requires us to look deeper than merely the expected outcomes. We need to consider the complexity of the activities. How much effort will it entail and any dependencies that we will have to manage? This means that we need to first be able to make decisions 
a rudimentary skill that should have been taught to us throughout our childhood and academic career. So if you're implementing Agile in your classroom, or just trying to get your kid to brush their teeth, remember to first teach them how to make decisions so that they can determine their own priorities and achieve their goals. Until then, if you'd like to learn more about applying Agile in your life, or have topics you'd like discussed in this podcast, visit www.agilemyway.org.